You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Bar Side, my friends. Uh, I'm your host, Remy. This is my lovely co-host, Lauren. Hi! And back again, our good friend, Lindsay. What Hi! I got both the trash pandas on with me tonight. That's what's hey. happening. Hey. <laughs> and Dave, as always, in the studio. Right, or, you know, I, studio I, I've decided around. I just call this the, uh, this is now the Podcast Detroit Bunker. That's that's what I'm referring to my basement really as now. The yeah. bunker. <laughs> bunker. Best Best bunker I've ever hung out. I That's like right. It. I wasn't scared. Uh, I was just escorted to the bunker. Dave, I'm kind <laughs> of I'm kind of jealous of your bunker because that looks like a pretty sweet bunker. Yeah, I would love to be in a bar. I would love for a bunker. Right. Right. Well, for the uh, actually, you have. I don't think you've ever. So here's the wide angle shot. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it's perfect. That's my kind of bunker. So yeah, that's that's why I it feel like good. I've. I've got the cred to sit on a t- sit on a show about bartenders and drink mixing because I've got the cred. <laughs> you definitely you sure have the yes, indeed. You sure do. What's funny to me is your bar always looks different because every time I've seen it, I was hammered. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's all the pretty bottles and all the pretty lights and the dude, yay! Right. <laughs> Actually, that's the, like every time every time I run a show and there's like a guest that hasn't been on there before. The the I always get, dude, that's a great virtual background. Where'd you get it? I'm like, no, no, no. Watch it for two <laughs> seconds. The lights change. Let me. I'll reach behind and grab there's a bottle for thing, you. Right. It's real. It's a real one. <laughs> Put it up on Google Images. <laughs> Somebody else can use it as their virtual background. Right. So so what the hell are you guys oh, talking about yeah. tonight? So tonight, let's get right to it. Uh, we're going to talk about drama. Everybody loves, uh, not everybody loves drama, but if you work at a bar, you're used to drama. Like somebody's always fucking somebody. Wait a minute. Somebody else is always jealous. A highly sexually charged environment with alcohol leads to drama. I know weird. Clutch my pearls. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's always rumors flying around and jealousy and about who's banging who or who's not banging who. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna tell some fun stories from you know past experiences and stuff like that. Have you guys ever sure, been sure. The, the subject of some major drama or been involved oh, yeah. in some major drama? Yeah, right. That's Somebody me. stabbed you in the back. <laughs> like I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Um, Not my fault. I'm a victim. Do, the worst thing you can do as a guy, in my opinion, is start dating somebody. Well, even girls too, it doesn't matter, but like start dating somebody and then break up with them and still work with them and then start seeing somebody else at the same place. Like multiple co-workers from the same place is just, that's where, that's where it all goes crazy. You know, people start fighting. So I'm not going to say uh, like what my drama is particular <laughs> because it's maybe still drama. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. As a manager, I have experienced quite a few of those situations. Uh Um, Some of them have even resulted in marriage. So, you know, and, and I was obviously at their wedding and made sure that, you know, they had the best day ever. I was the one that found out that they were dating and I was like, honestly, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you guys a hard time. Just don't let it interfere with work. As long as it's not interfering, but I have had that. I have had plenty of interfering oh, wow. situations, but um, you know, a lot of them have turned out pretty good. So, 
it's I know a lot of kids that came from relationships that started in bars and restaurants, you know, people that got together For and sure. created a family and got married or had kids or or whatever. But I'm talking about like the, the dirty stuff, like the low down. The manager was dating one of the bartenders, one of the female bartenders. And then started sleeping with another one of the female bartenders. Um, see, that's the thing is you can't you can't double up like that. He was doubling up, and like <laughs> one of them, one of them is still his girlfriend, I believe. To this, I don't know. Like, I, I'm pretty sure like they lasted, but uh, yeah, it's like totally sleeping around with the other one. And then, of course, it came out because nobody can keep their mouth shut. You know, you're going to find out. And uh, they didn't work next to each other or close to each other, but they eventually found out, and there was like. A big blow up and lots of words of and stuff like that, and yep. But uh, he made his choice. He stuck. You know, he obviously uh, apologized to the the girlfriend. You know, baby, it'll never happen again and stuff. So and, I'm, uh, I'm not sorry I did it. I'm just sorry I got caught. That's yeah, exactly. And on his we're both like, yeah, yep. Been there, done that. Uh, it's and then just. You see right. it happen almost everywhere you work at, though. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's always... not that's not exclusively a bar thing. Right. It's like, you know, somebody eventually is going to be, like, exposed to somebody else that they find attractive, uh, you know, whether it's physically or emotionally or whatever. Like, it just happens. <laughs> Yep. So one we've I long see. had this we've long had this con we've long had this conversation. Bob and I have talked about this like for twenty years. This has been an off and on topic of conversation. The concept of work hot. Yes. Like right. like someone yeah. someone that like you might think is like a six if you ran into them in a bar, but like after you work with them for a while, you're like, ooh, that's a nine. They're, 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 <laughs> well, because you get to know their personality right. a little bit more and you understand how witty they are exactly. and how funny they are. Right. And it's like they... there's more to them than just what they look like. Hey, I that's I'm there. I'm all in favor of the concept. I I'm for damn sure always play the long game. I, I am not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <dude>. Listen, <laughs> that scale works in reverse. Yeah, I was gonna say no, 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 no. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It's it's because no one ever looked across a crowded smokeville bar and went, Oh yeah, that guy. No, it's it's <laughs> not, not 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 once it's ever happened. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> Listen, it, it works in reverse too, though, because I've I've definitely worked next to some eights and nines. Oh, and then you get to like, know them, and you want to kill really them. really gorgeous yeah. people. And then yeah, you get to know them, and you hear them talk, and you're like, I can't stand the sound of your voice. I need you to get like twelve feet away from me. You're annoying as hell. You know, <laughs> I, like, need, I need you to social be socially distant before it's a thing. You've gone, yeah. you've gone down to a four because of your personality. Social distance from my social distance. Can right. I tell you guys? This is my story. Of- yeah, do it. Okay, so I um, worked at this little restaurant where I was a server, and I dated one of the cooks like for a really long time. Back of the house. That's yeah, the back whole of the house, front of the house. The whole front of the house, back of the house thing. It's yeah, yeah. And we dated for a long time, and eventually, I ended up breaking up with him, and um. But I still had to work with him. Yeah. And so I would go into the back to like grab my food and he would be like, Slut. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. And, like, and the owner worked there too and would say nothing. And then he'd well, be like, Is it because, was, was it because you were like, sleeping with the owner? 
No, not at all. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. It was just he was mad that I actually was like kind of moving on and he wasn't ready to move on. And he just being a dick was sometimes that happens. He was just an awful person. Why are these green beans on a side plate and why do they spell fuck you whore? I I don't, I I don't. But then, like, it's so funny, though, too, because this happened, obviously, like, way before Me Too, like, way before Me Too movement, and I was like, man, that was a super hostile environment, like, that's not okay to do to somebody, and, like, that's not okay for the person who owns the restaurant to know that that's happening, and just kind of condone it. And and that's what happened. It was just condoned. And it was just kind of like, Lindsay, you deal with it. Like, you broke up with him. And you broke his heart. <laughs> that's not fair. And I, I, like didn't, I didn't cheat on him. I didn't do anything. I it just, didn't, I literally, I, here's, you want to know what happened? I broke up with him because he kept saying that I gained weight. Rude. And Don't say that. So I on the list of things that right. you never, and ever, I, like, ever say to a woman, <laughs> that's like three. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. Right. But he kept like talking about all this weight that I had gained and like all this stuff. And I was just like, finally, it came to a point where I was like, I've had enough. Like, I'm done. Like, you don't get to make me feel like this. That's not okay. And then when I did break up with him, that was when it all started, where it was like slut, poor. But he sounds like, like a he sounds like a, a bad choice in uh, in somebody to date. But like, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Remy is like he always played like the game where he was the good guy. Sure. So like in front of everyone else, he was like this amazing guy. He's so cool and he's so much fun. And it wasn't until like. It was behind closed doors or we were working together that he started showing his true colors. But everyone was always like, oh, my God, why didn't you end up with him? He's so great. And I was like, you don't know him. Like Tonight on a very special Lifetime movie. Even like I've seen people have like very like short lived relationships in the back and it's like. You know, people will have issues, but sometimes, like, they have a really good experience, like, working with their, like, exes. Sure. It's cool. But, you know, I would say that nine times out of ten, it's not. So you probably should just not date your coworker. One. And that was no, it's it's not not about not dating. Nineteen-year-old me lesson learned. It's something that young young people always fall victim to. It seems like we all make our mistakes and we make our bed lie. Here's the thing. You can you can date somebody you work with. If it ends badly, one of you has to go. No, you can't sure, both sure. work there anymore. I get like, that, but usually that decide. works itself out. There's somebody that's exactly. like willing to quit, so it's yeah. like okay, fine. They were already on their way out. Your problem lies when it's like two people that have been there for a very long time. And what's so crazy too is uh. like I remember we went to like a coworker's birthday party, and he just ended up happening to go and he like followed me out into the parking lot and he just started like crying and he was like get back together with me and I was like 
No, dude. Like you have not after you do that. You have been straight up awful to me. There is no way. Like this is not okay. This is not okay. You don't you don't treat a woman like that. And 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 to what you were saying is it was my first experience in a restaurant. And so I had no idea that like this is how things work but it and is, this though. is what and this is what happened and it's weird that like we even have to think that that's how it is yeah. but that's like a reality of it like i yeah. always knew going into any place that i worked at that like like sexually charged conversation and sexual harassment and stuff like that is gonna happen yeah i had no and, idea and like you just like girls just go it's fine you know yeah so, well, there's there's different ways to deal with it. I know. I know plenty of people. <laughs> this is fine. In the industry, who like this play the fine. game. This and is they fine. I'm fine. Yeah. House is burning down. Right. This and they're is like, fine. It's, and they're fine. like, it's fine. This is great. Like, you know, I'll let you sexually harass me and talk about whatever. And then there's there's other girls who stand up and be like, at there's a line oh, yeah. you just crossed it. Fuck off. You know. There's and, always like, one girl that, that is like the fucking. She's the bitch. She's just like no nope, motherfucker. Not even a like, bitch. Just like tough about it. No, it's she knows. She knows where her boundaries are. Yeah. I just and mean like she's not... the bitch. Like she's the bitch. Well, like, she's well yeah, cause, yeah, because that's what everybody else calls her. Yeah. Right. Everyone's gonna be having it like she's just like she doesn't. Everyone loves it. her. Everyone feels the same way about her. She's always like the best fucking right. girl there, and they just are like, you don't fuck around with her. The right? bad bitch. She stands yes. up for herself and she does the thing, and she goes, "I'm the bad right. bitch. Like yep. I'm the fucking one." So, so I've dated that one before. <laughs> totally that dated like? the bad bitch. Yeah, totally, totally dated her. She was like, "I don't take shit from nobody," and like you know, I'll be cool with everybody, but there's a line that you don't cross and. And that's it. It was cool. She was See, a. I would have if I would have stayed in the restaurant business. I would have been a bad bitch. Yeah, but I. That was my first experience. That was like my first like baptism. I think right. that into some people are really shitty, <laughs> and I think some that... people are really awful. And I didn't know. Like I was so naive. Like I had no idea. That like people were so like brutal. I had no idea until that experience. And then after that, I was like, okay, now I'm the bad bitch. Like now try, you know what I mean? Like it takes You don't become the bad bitch. Right. You don't come you right, exactly, Remy. Like you don't just become that on your first. No, that doesn't happen. Exactly. That's the thing, is that like with (laughs) me, like I feel like when I first started bartending, I was like, I let people treat me however, and I didn't really stand up for myself and I didn't really like do anything. And now it's like I go into place and I'm just like, listen, there's gonna be me or you type situation, and I'm telling you right now, they're not getting rid of me. So that only leaves one other choice. Maybe, right. maybe <laughs> try and be on my side right. instead of against right. me because they're going to answer right. what I think. Right. And I'm, I'm going to tell them to get rid of your ass. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. People, and let's see who they believe. And when you're like a good bartender like that, Remy, you know, they come know. to you and they ask you, like, oh, yeah. right. what do you think of new person number one? <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, new new person number one is cool. But, you know, new person right. number 10 was even cooler, you know? Oh, yeah. 
when the manager the or the owner like grabs you around the shoulder and pulls you aside is like so how are they working out i've been here and right. stuff you know and you're like uh, yeah no 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 give them some more time they're just easing their way in or yeah this one's a fucking four alarm fire like get rid of them before the shit hits the man <laughs> please do yeah. us all a favor just cut your losses and let's move right. on right yeah. Just get oh, rid of them God. quickly, please. So, but speaking of douchebag owners, so I was working at a place one time, and owner was banging one of the waitresses, and she was at least twenty five years younger, right? Just, just typical bar owner thing. And he wasn't married or anything. He wasn't. He was single. So hey, like free to sure, do whatever sure. you want. But I'm like, if you're the owner and you start banging one of the waitresses, don't let her work for you anymore. Be like, go work somewhere else. We can date now. Like, they were boyfriend and girlfriend, basically. But, like, don't keep working there. Because she told all of her friends at the bar. They told everybody. Big rumors flying around. And, and they told two friends. And so on. Yeah. And so on. And so on. And then he's he's denying it. It's like, dude. Like, she's telling everybody. Her friends are telling everybody. Everybody knows it. It's like. Yeah, if you, you tell one person, there's at least 20 others that know. Exactly. So it's like you want to have your cake and eat it too. That's fine, man. Just <laughs> so to speak, job somewhere else. Like <laughs> so why? Why are you letting her work for you still? That's just so dumb. Like, Agreed. Just have a girlfriend instead. So, like, you can afford it. <laughs> um, I worked for this guy in Chicago, and he had a lot of money. He had several different restaurants. He was in with like the Blackhawks. Um like he was Don't he was like part Yeah, no, he was <laughs> he was partying with the Blackhawks and all that. And he decided, okay, so when I started working at his restaurant, we all wore I was a server at the time. We all wore white button up long sleeve shirts with a tie like olive garden style and it slowly devolved into us wearing booty shorts nylons with like this like zip up little jacket where our boobs were just like pushing together And we had to pay for it, like on our own. We had to pay for Sounds it. Sounds like a strip club, Lindsay. It was awesome. <laughs> but he would like so like when we first like started going to these un- these uniforms, he would like be like his all of his friends would be like at a high top, and he would like have me like come over. This is when I was like hot and young, and he would be like, he'd be like, yeah, she's gonna be in one of those uniforms. Like she's gonna look super hot before like bro before you like yeah before we did the whole switch like through the whole thing and we had to pay for this this uniform was like 160 dollars because they were all like custom made like booty Mm -hmm. shorts like all of that like it came out of our paycheck each week where we had to pay for it and like none of the guys any of the guys that he had working for him like he did have guy servers and none of the guys, they just kept getting to wear black pants and a black shirt. I mean, but I would have worn booty shorts. But all, women, booty shorts. but all of the women, but all of the women had to pay for like this custom, like get up that he wanted us okay. to be in. I do. So wait, 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 listen. So this is great. Look at, <laughs> is that Remy's butt? <laughs> Remy, you got a cute butt. 
I thank you. I know too. <laughs> I would have been all about the booty shorts. I'm, so I'm like, listen, that's what they're so, wearing is what I'm wearing too. Let me ask you a question. Let me pause so, your story for a second. Okay. I need to interject. Okay. Because you're you're saying this as if yeah. you're complaining about it. And I and I get that how it seems like it's not a cool thing. But you didn't have to keep working there. And did you make good money wearing booty shorts and no. like push up? No. no. Well, then no. I would no. have gone somewhere. Because we were, no, it literally did nothing to add to my tips. If anything, it brought my tips down. Then, because so where we were was in a suburb. So, yeah, you move on. And you just say, you just say, this isn't the place for me. You want but me to Remy, do all these things. But is like, that fair that a woman should have to find a new job because you decided to switch your uniform to something completely sexist? No, but that's not the no. kind of person. No, hold on a second. No. No, don't just dismiss me. Don't just dismiss me. But I'm just telling you, no, that's not. I okay. understand what you're telling me. I understand your point of the story. My point of the story is that's not the kind of person you should want to work for, anyways. So sure. absolutely not. But at the same time, his managers were amazing. My coworkers were amazing. My clientele was amazing like i had people coming in that were like i want to be seated in Lindsay's section and eventually when i was a bartender i'm gonna go sit at Lindsay's bar because it was two separate bars in the restaurant so i'm gonna go sit at Lindsay's bar and i just don't think that's fair i don't think that's right that like i should have to like you shouldn't, and it's Pay not. I'm not just something like that. I'm so, not justifying I mean, I, what they did in any kind of way. No, no, no. So let me let me just give an example. Okay, so I worked at Esther Club, so it's expected. Like I already knew that that was going to be like something similar to what we would have to wear. Um, and we had to wear like a corset kind of thing with like a bra underneath, obviously, because it was like a half corset, and then you know like a pair of panties that say Trumps over the back of them, and like, even for that, like, I was just like, this is crazy. But I also knew what I was going to be wearing going into it. So yeah, it's not like I it changed up on you. Surprised. I'm sorry? I said, so, yeah, it's not like it changed up exactly. on you. You knew that no, walking in. I wasn't yeah. surprised. I knew what I was going to wear. But if I started working at a place and then they changed it up on me, like, they were like, you wear a button-down thing with black right. slacks. And then they change it into me, booty like, shorts. booty shorts and stuff. Right. I would be like, what the fuck? Right. And I agree with you, Remy, too, where it's like, you don't have to stay. Like, you can always move on to another place. But at the same time, it's just like, did they, like, did they sell or something? Like, No, they didn't sell. If it didn't sell and, like, they just decided that they were going to, like, switch over to something else, like, they should have been forthcoming with the girls and been like, hey, this is what we're doing and now. And pay for it for them. Because Why I, do I have to pay I did have to pay for my for uniform at the strip club, but like I said, again, I knew that I was gonna have to do that. It's five hundred dollars to buy into a strip club. Like yep. you literally have to pay, you know, two hundred dollars for your dancer's card, which is just a cabaret license. It only lasts for one year and expires on your birthday, no matter when you got it. Right. So it's like you have to go do that, and then you have a a, a fucking uh, uniform that's one hundred and sixty dollars. Right. And these girls are like paying out of pocket and for that. Not only that, we were paying for nylons and, and nylons, nylons. Yeah, run. we did have to pay for the nylons. So every they were capigios. Every two days, we were paying for a new set of nylons. Capigios, and if you if anybody knows anything about dancing, capigios are like the most expensive <laughs> fucking nylons. I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm assuming they're Italian, which usually means expensive. So. 
beer, twenty five dollars a pair, or you could go to CVS and get two pairs for five bucks. Right. And, yeah. But it's well, like, you had to keep getting them because they kept running. They run, and you're, once you're right. once they run, you get in trouble. And that's what and they that's make what you we would get it. in trouble if they were running because they were turning you into a strip club girl, not a strip club, but like a double X club. You but know, like, I was not hired in under that pretense. So right. why should I have to? You shouldn't. But my whole point is that like. You're, you're complaining about it, which is fine. You have every right to be pissed about it and stuff like sure. that. You can't, you can't go up against that system. They own the bar. They can do whatever they want. Right. It's it. like once and I start doing the you're thing, you just them? have to decide yeah. whether or not you want to be part of it. Exactly. You just gotta go oh, but the your... system is under, just so you know. You and also, uh, there was a bartender there that was pregnant and he fired her for being pregnant. So yeah. she had a huge well, loss in high school huge gets rid of people and puts them into fucking, you know, yeah, whatever school, night school. Yeah. And if you're pregnant, you know what I mean? It's like they have like ways to get around that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like they're, it's like right to work. You know what I mean? It's like they can fire you for whatever reason, for any reason they think they can think. That's of. the that's the at will state of law. I mean, hey, at I, will. I, exactly. I I I at I will. I don't like at the will. shirt you're wearing today. Get out. If they can do like whatever you, they want to you. It doesn't matter yeah. what you think or what you say or what's happening to you. You can be abused, right. and it doesn't matter. At will employment is a thing. Right. Uh, and again, the reason that these kind of restaurant owners and managers have gotten away with changing the rules and making them up as they go along and do whatever the fuck they want, basically, is that we're not unionized. Because if you were unionized, all of your gripes would be sat down in front of somebody and been like, well, they can't do that. I'm well, all no, for unionizing. Oh, yeah. That, all, everything that you just mentioned was all stuff that like a union would protect you against. But right. people don't want to join a union for the restaurant industry. And you know, look what's that happened to the whole to industry we during should, this pandemic. We should have unions is, for everything. Well, is, look at the, look what's happened during the pandemic. It's completely decimated the entire industry. We're all left out on our asses without jobs or risking our lives to go to work or whatever the fuck else is going on with that stuff. And this is where a union would have come in and they'd been like, all right, you guys are all going to, like, the government's going to take care of all these people. We've got the money set aside for all these people. That's what unions do. They organize yeah. all that shit. People look at them as corrupt organizations, but it's like if you keep them on the straight and narrow, the servers and restaurant people, bartenders in this country would have been taken care of during the pandemic. I feel like we should be unionizing. It really, it's that's like something that I think is a real thing. And like, ten years, I understand the reasons why people wouldn't want to, but at the same time, I'm just like, guys, like when stuff like this happens, that's exactly why we would have a union. Yep. You know, like. We're in a situation right now where a lot of us don't know what the fuck we're going to do. The entire thing with Trump saying that he's going to give $400, like, that's only if our governor decides to give the 25%. And we already know that we're in a deficit. We're not going to get that money. It's not going to yep. happen. Well, yeah, and so the, I, 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 I did love that, is that he, you know, goes on TV and says, oh, yeah, no, I signed an executive order that'll give everybody, you know, $400 and extend it. No, no, that's not really what you did is is you put in place an order that said the states have to figure out how to do it. If yeah, they can do that. Exactly. Yeah, I but was like, all that's of not his fair. followers are such sheep and they're like, oh, oh of course. he's trying to do something. People he read headlines, not stories. Happen. It's a ploy. It's a ploy to like get people to vote for him. And like, you know, if, if that's what you believe in, like. You know, I can't really change your mind at this point. Like, we've all decided that this is what we're doing, and and, and that's what you're doing. But right. the way that I feel about it is I'm just like, 
I see what he's saying. He's saying that he's going to stop all the taxes on this stuff. Those taxes are feeding into our Social Security and right, Medicaid. Right. What the fuck is my grandma going to do when she doesn't have Social Security or Medicaid anymore? Like, what is going to happen with her? He's saying, oh, I'm going to forgive it if you vote me in. And it's just like. <laughs> and completely get rid of it. Let's just say that that was a, a viable option. Let's just say it was. Then why are you saying that only if you vote me back in will I help you? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Why are you doing that? You should be my president. I'd like to point out this isn't spe- this isn't actually technically a tangent because uh, because of all this you are still getting fucked at work so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or actually not at work I, I guess you know minimum rate you know to like an actual livable wage or something like this is insane to me that this is all happening and like all my friends are like oh look what happened look what happened and I'm just like. Even if that was the case, even if we got the $400 every week, how long would it take to implement that? How long is it going to take for these people to start receiving their money? It's not tomorrow, guys. It's not today. All the people that certified today, it's not today. It wasn't last week. It's not going to be next week. Is it going to happen before you're evicted? Right. It's insane. I seriously feel so sorry for like all the people that work in bars that like aren't able to work like it's it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Well, I mean, and you and either I aren't able to or don't feel comfortable going back. I mean, that's right. you know, the, the both both situations right, exist because I'm lazy. Like right. I'm oh. not lazy. I'm about to go to school anyway. It's not oh. because I'm lazy. Believe it has everything me. to do with the fact that I don't feel comfortable going back to work. Yeah. I loved my last bartending job. I would have been so happy. Like, you know, had this pandemic never hit, I, I would have been chugging along there. I'm Thanks. sure it would have been great. <laughs> well, no, and I mean. In my last bartending job. Well, I mean, and that's, you know, there's a double whammy there, too. You know, just, you know, talking about the executive orders and that kind of stuff. You know, one of the things that, he you know, they're, they're really trying to push through and one of the sticking points is the removal of um, any and all liability uh, for companies and business owners oh, yeah. um, in yeah. case anybody catches COVID. Oh, yeah. So and, and that's the thing. You know, you look at like, OK, if Major League Baseball, which basically has unlimited money, yes, can't keep their right. players yes. from having outbreaks. Yes. How in the hell is, you know, Joe's Corner Dive Bar, you know, going to keep their people safe? Like, I, well, and we, dude, we've seen it. I mean, you know, how many times have there been, you know, Facebook posts or whatever from local, you know, local bars or whatever else? Hey, yeah, we're closed for the next four days. Or, hey, you know, somebody pop positive, go get yourself checked, you know, that kind of stuff. It's, I mean, it's it's a real issue. And, like, I will say that I, I'm not going to say what I do, but I say that I work in an area and they're super afraid about going back to work and they've been asking us to like write letters and to protest and to strike because and one of the things was that we brought up was like if even the MLB and the NFL because we saw what happened with Matt Stafford where it was like negative negative oh he's positive negative negative yeah positive I was like, even like something like that, where they have unlimited resources, mm-hmm. if they can't keep it under check, how the hell is the rest of the world supposed mm-hmm. to keep it under check? Yeah, we're not. There's not a. There's no way. Short answer is we're not. 
you know? Right. They don't really fucking care. <clears throat> it doesn't matter to like the higher ups how many of us peon workers that are like struggling to survive die from this or not. It doesn't. Yeah, but I'm not down for that. Like, I am. I don't think any of us are. (laughs) No, but I'm like, I am actively like protesting against that. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know, and I, you know, I look at it even from my little, the little microcosm of my world. Like, I'm, I'm not throwing engineers at shows yet. You know, when I, when I'm, you know, when we have shows that want to run in studio, I'm running them. Yeah. You know, because I'm just, I'm not ready to, you know, I'm not ready to have somebody else assume that risk yet. Yeah, I mean, Dave, how many times have we asked you, like, when can we get in studio Mm -hmm. and you're just not right for it? And I appreciate that about you, that you're like, we're just not there yet. Well, hey, I I told you if you want to come downtown, we have times available. Uh, They just don't don't uh, match up with ours. They don't match up with ours, but it's like we can't go to the studio we want. No, No, very true. Like, we can't, like, no, but what I was saying is, like, you have been very, very um, cautious. Yeah. About sending anybody back into the studio. Mm -hmm. Like, you have been very, very cautious about it. And I appreciate that. Like, I don't think all employers are doing the same thing. No. You know, where they're looking at it like, hey, we could lose a person. Mm -hmm. We could lose a person. And, you know, a lot of employers are like, yeah, we can lose a person. Well, you know, it's it's like GM with the AMC Pacer. It, it it's cheaper to pay yeah. off the lawsuits than it is to actually fix the damn car. It's you know, right, right, <laughs> right. right, exactly, <laughs> for sure. Risk assessment management, exactly. Uh, right. Yes. Are you drinking Jaeger or Yeji? Yeah, Yeji and Mountain Dew. Jeez, oh peace. <laughs> or as I like to call I it, I don't know how you do that. It's That's a so it's weird. it's a doji. It's it's super good. Wait, Dave, what are you drinking? It's Yeji, the the Yeji Nufka, the blackberry brandy, the super polar strong stuff. You would know this if you came out the other night. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And now we've we've touched on next time, Dave. Right? No, so it's that mixed with uh, Mountain Dew. Because I mean, so I mean, it's blackberry brandy and basically a citrus soda. I mean, it's it's a good combination. And a I, I call it a doji. It's a doji. It's a doji. That's a doji. All right. Um, I actually, I, I was that, I was that douchebag. Speaking of doujis, I was a douchebag one time. I was working at a at a head shop um, when I was twenty one, selling like t shirts and bongs and stuff like that, and I started dating one of the girls there. And then a new girl started working and we were all out at the bar one night playing pool and I was being like extra flirty with this new girl. And yeah, the girl that I was dating. I'm so shocked, Remy. Gave me like a slap (laughs) in the face and, you know, you broke my heart and stuff. I'm sorry, Mary Ellen. I'm sorry. Mary Ellen. Remy, you're such a heartbreaker. I'm sorry, Mary Ellen. She was a sweet girl, too. Mary Ellen, that just sounds like the most wholesome girl's name in the world. Like, it sounds like Gilligan's Island. What's her name? Yes. Mary Ann. Mary Ann. Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen. Mary Ann is such a... She definitely had a girl next door vibe. 
she wasn't like a perfect And you 10. broke her fucking heart. Like you I broke her heart. I was I was, you know, I was living in a new city for the first time in my life. I had my first apartment out there. Like I was young and dumb and this new girl, the new girl caught my fancy, <laughs> like, yeah. you know. I know, and I had a little bit for everyone. Jesus, <laughs> 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 y'all are crazy. Like the y'all thirteen like, comments that immediately come to mind, and I'm like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. Right. <laughs> Wendy says it. <laughs> but no, and the moral of that story and the lesson learned was that the the new girl, I never even ended up hooking up with her. And I was like, I was just being a little bit drunk and flirty. But you but... should have hung out with freaking Mary Ellen. I should have. Remember, sometimes the grass is greener because it's over the septic tank. No, honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was fine because like six months... <laughs> Six months later, I met a girl, and we ended up going out for like two and a half, three years, and I had a really great relationship with her. So Aww. there you go. That's the moral. It all works hey, out. I, you know, we started this show off with me throwing some people under the bus. I didn't say their names, but I, you know, was telling their telling their dirty laundry stories. I'm well, like, I'm I not, threw a bunch I'm of people under innocent. the bus, and let me tell you, to this day, he's still a douchebag. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, like, she goes, I threw a bunch of people under the bus. <laughs> Just one. Well, just <laughs> two people. Two people. But that's two a, people. that's another good another good point about me too is not just like you know I made the mistake and I broke Mary Ellen's heart, but like other times in my life I I always I'm the serial dater at work. I'm always looking to hook up with somebody that I work with. Like. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, not anymore. Not I was like, so you're just looking for bullshit to happen, is what you're saying? Like that's. <laughs> I, mean, you know, it's like, I I find. I find that when I'm working with a female and then I become attracted to her, it's like, it just makes sense because we're spending most of our time together anyways. Yeah. That's where I tend to find my relationships. Is that work? I you mean, like, I respect a girl who already has a relationship, though. I do. Yeah, but I understand, like, if you're hanging out with someone for a really long time, it's just yeah. natural. Yeah, like, if you spend start... most of your time with them, then I guess it makes sense. But, Understanding like, that for me, they have like, a cool sense of humor. I never really experienced that much because I work at nightclubs. So it's like, I either Oh, spend, yeah, it's fast. Yeah, it's like Friday, Saturday it's night fast. for five hours each night. And it's like, I might talk to you for, like, all of, you know, one hour Two for seconds. setting up and cleaning, you know? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, and and again, I mean, that's every industry. The most I sat or the most that I hung out with was Darude. Yeah, Darude. (laughs) Darude. And it was the sandstorm guy. And it it was because there was a huge blizzard that night in Detroit. And so it was so funny because we just kept yelling, play sandstorm. sandstorm." Nice. And it was a blizzard outside, literally a blizzard outside. And he ended up hanging out like for a long time. And he was like the nicest dude. Like he was super cool. Like talking to all of us bartenders, like a really cool guy. But it was just so funny because the whole night I was like the biggest asshole in the back. Like free bird. So and like, I'm sure he just kept looking over at me at the bar. Like you're so would, would would someone please shut that girl up? Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't no, even my whole thing, That's the same thing I was, was like bartending, somebody... so I was like stone cold 
sober. And I was just like, was like somebody, somebody buy this chick like 10 shots so that she passes out. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but no. So what I was going to say is, you know, I mean, that's the whole work, the whole work thing, like the whole work wife, work husband thing. I mean, that's yeah. dude, that's prevalent in any industry. Oh, that's so true. The work wife, work husband thing. For yeah, sure. that's true. Because you do. I mean, you're spending like in a, so in a in a typical job. Nice. For sure. So like in a you know in a in a typical job, especially like in an office environment. I mean, you're around somebody for eight hours a day, you know, and then you're going out for drinks after work, or you know, not every, whatever. Yeah. So I mean that it happens. Yes, it does happen. Well, and also in the bars, like everybody's trying to look their best, the guys and the girls. You know, it's like guys trying. They've got like their do done and they're wearing sharp clothes most of the time. Unless you work at a place where like the outfits are dusty and shitty. But you know, most of the places that I've worked at, you know, the girls are all dressed up in skin tight outfits. Right, right, right. Yeah. And stuff like I was that. wearing booty shorts half the night. Yeah, so. see? Like, no wonder that cook wanted to fucking you take you out and buy you tacos every night. And then he bitched that <laughs> you for getting fat. Like, what a jerk. We worked at a Mexican restaurant. Of course you did. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd, I'd stop like, gaining weight if you'd stop cooking for me, asshole. Yeah, like that. Right. Quit feeding me tacos, asshole. Right. And and, and more to the point, since when are you complaining about what I put in my mouth? Like what? Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. See, I was never back at the house, so I never got to play that game. Like, hey, girl, you hungry? I can hook you up. You what's up? I got but some tacos. As, as the bartender, I definitely got to like hook girls up with drinks. That that definitely uh, that definitely got me laid more than once. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, you know. It's like this I mean, that's that's one of the perks of being the bar. And see, like, and that's the thing, like that. And I've had this conversation before. Like, that's one of the reasons why I hate with a passion the word mixologist. Oh my god! Yeah. Because, like, to me, Ew. that's like that's Ew. ten that's ten percent of what being a bartender is. Like, okay, great, oh you god. like you know how to mix craft cocktails or whatever. That's cute. But can you run a bar? Can you engage with patrons? Can you right. can you read? Because like I've always I've right. always said like and it's got especially in the IT industry. I always I'm like dude like go be a bartender go be something for like just six months yes. to learn like to learn how to read people to like learn how to engage. So crazy too is like I've always said like I'm always like you need to go work in the service industry. Like there's so many like kids that I see all the time not telling you what I do for a living but there's just like I just <laughs> you, believe you entitled little people. shit you need to go like understand what no, dealing with like, people is like yeah I just believe like that should be part of our like high school curriculum like you have to go work what do you in... tip somebody when you're doing no fucking... just just in the service you industry yeah. you have to go work with the public and whether that is serving you whether need more that is bar like whether right like you just like that should just be standard across the board you have to go work with the public and you have to go see what the general public is like <laughs> just to <introduce laughs> newsflash they're shitty <laughs> yeah. right, right. Right. Newsflash, you're gonna hate it. Like, I know, right? Like, you're gonna wanna die. You're gonna. There's right. good points about it, too. On that note, I need some whiskey. So I'm gonna get some whiskey. Speaking no, speaking of, so I am, I am currently taking suggestions. Yeah. For your booze? 
Jägermeister. Are we? Are we oh, here? he got him uh, a Dave's whiskey. Whiskey. Oh, oh, we're doing wine Okay, so Wine Z. Wait, are we doing it Wait, or what? Let's cheers it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So the suggestion. So that is a today is the. So it's finally like yeah, I just got it a couple days ago and you have to cure it for the first like three to five days. Like you have to put hot water in it, let the water expand and all that stuff. So it's finally all sealed now. So now I have to figure out which five liters I'm going to put in there and let them age. What are you taking a shot of right now? Right. What are we doing a shot of right now? Come on. <laughs> Look at his cute little jersey. He always Those are 84. He always has a jersey. Cute. I know he does, but I it's love it. Mr. Stay Puff. <laughs> Mr. Stay Puff. So cute, Dave. I like gifts. Are you the gatekeeper? I'm the keymaster. Always. Are you the gatekeeper? All right. Who right, brought the drinking? dog? Remy, what do you have? And then Dave, what do you have? And then Lindsay and I will say what we have. I got a little whiskey here. Oh, old Forrester okay. whiskey. Okay. What about you, Dave? Uh, I went with a uh, peanut butter and jelly. Hey. hey. Oh, I love peanut butter. I know. I wish. Damn it. All right. We have some wine. We have wine. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Like we always have wine. Cheers. Love you. God, I love those. Okay, it's I a- like mine with cream, though. No, <laughs> I mean. Straight up- <laughs> oh, screwball! Wait, are we still doing phrasing? Are we? <laughs> screwball, okay, we're still doing phrasing for sure. Screwball whiskey is my favorite. Screwball. So that's. I, I I I really like cream, though. I really do. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do. No, I just love straight up screwball whiskey. See, I can't. Or- I can't stand it straight. I, like so that was the problem is somebody gave me two bottles of it and I tried it. Oh, get it. And I was like the, I was like Yeah, do you so shake it? Ice cold. Oh no, I I I tried everything with it straight and I just didn't like it. Yeah, not Okay. I like I like I like whiskey flavored whiskey. I like Oh, you're such a snob. No, no, no. So but I just but I just used it and but I just used that. I just used it in that cuz like dude, I got like I had like 13, 14, I don't know, 20 flavored vodkas behind me. Oh, <laughs> wait, I forgot how full your house was that we were never invited over to. So, wait, first of all, that's not true either. Oh, I don't wait. know where you're going with this. I didn't, I wasn't invited over to Dave's yep, house. on 4th of July. I'm pretty sure that's because you never actually joined the, ch- you never joined the chats. That's not my fault. Uh, so. <laughs> But no, so I use the no, so it's screwball, and then either uh, so I'm I'm currently waffling between uh, either Chambord uh, or McGillicuddy's grape to be the jelly. Um, they're they're both equally good. Um, yeah, I don't know about a cream float in it though. I'd have to check Can it I out. Tell you something? No, not a cream float. Check it out. Do your screwball. Do a little bit of Chambord or whatever the fuck you're gonna do. Do just like a splash of cream. And then a splash, I mean like a half a splash of like Frangelico. And it is fucking amazing. So wouldn't, You're going to want to have a million of them. Isn't the Frangelico redundant with the Chambord though? It, no, no, it's like it's because so it's a little bit sweeter. So if you just drop like a, just the tiniest, of, like literally just like a, bloop, okay. just like a little blooper. It yeah, makes it just the nice amount of sweetness that it almost tastes like. I would say it kind of tastes like. Do you know what um, uh, cherry Garcia yeah. ice cream tastes like? 
identical. Oh, terror. Interesting. Down, okay. Directly down your throat. Delicious. So good. So listen, Chambord is like your your syrupy berry, kind of like the jelly. Berry, flavor. yeah. Right. But the Frangelico is hazelnut. Hazelnut. So oh, yeah. oh, you know what? I'm thinking. What am I thinking of? But it's still got that like but, flavor to it that if you a, just do a little bit, but a, a little bit. But a classic peanut butter and jelly shot is uh, Frangelico, uh, Chambord, mm-hmm. and just shake it up. Yep, that's, that's a exactly classic. That's that's a classic PB and J shot, shake and it's it so good. It's so good. You know what else is good? Straight whiskey from the bottle. Also I mean, a thing. Yeah, but if you have two um, hot girls that sidle up next to your bar and they're like, give me something fruity. I want something fruity. I want something fruity. Can I have something fruity? Them- you can be like, I'll give oh, them Randy's phone number. Now I know what to make them. <laughs> I'm going to do Chambord with a little bit of Frangelico and I'm going to shake it up. Shake it up. And it's going to feel real nice. And it's going to taste like a PB&J. When... Amazing. Amazing. When guys ask me for, like, shots of, like, anything, like, whiskey, and there's girls that are like, I'm not going to do a shot of whiskey. I always give them a shot of Jameson. Or, actually, I prefer to do Maker's Mark, but I'll go for Jameson if I have to. And then a little bit of peach schnapps, cranberry, sour, and a splash of orange juice, and it is fucking great. So that's like that's close to a green tea. Yeah, that no. is close to a green tea. Like you got well, you have two extra ingredients. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what I just said. It's close. It's not yeah. Close, not the same, but it, close. It makes it enough away from it that it doesn't even taste remotely like it. What I used to do at the bar in Chicago that I worked at, we did um, pancakes and orange juice. So oh, breakfast shots. Yep. Jameson and Frangelico in one shot. That was like ice cold. And then we, I gave him a shot of orange juice on the side and it was like a pancake and orange juice. Yep. Breakfast yeah. shots. So good. I used to do so good. blueberry vodka, butterscotch schnapps and drop it into orange juice. And that was a yep. blueberry <clears throat> pancake. Yeah. Blueberry pancakes. So good. Or what? What? Oh, chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. I love chocolate cake. Chocolate cake is Frangelico and Bacardi Limon. And then you have to have it with a. It has to have the sugared lemon, though. It's gotta have it. Otherwise, it's the only way it works. It's the only way it works. It doesn't work if you science. Science. Science, everyone. Taste buds. Taste Amazing. buzz. <laughs> Taste buzz. <laughs> have you ever messed around with? And it, God, we've gone so far off topic now. But if you, what is? Is it the um, the acai berries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that change acai. that completely change your taste buds for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, I yeah but the, I uh, haven't. Like, the, like thick just like absolute that they were selling for yeah. a while, the Pure Veda stuff, yep. where it's like the extract and like you can cut it with some water or you can mix it up with cocktails and stuff like that. But it was yeah. like super concentrated, thick syrupy. It was really good though. Yeah. But it does fuck with your taste buds, changes them up, makes them feel weird. We and stuff. 
But yeah, no. But Bob used to. I, I, Bob used to come over whenever we'd have like a party or something. Bob would openly mock um, all of my uh, all, all all of the fruity quote unquote gay vodkas uh, that I had, uh, and then he would watch uh, over the course of the evening. To Lindsay's point, as as more and more girls would come up and be like, I want. That something with that vodka in it, or that vodka, like, and yeah. honestly, like one of my favorite things is always um, making blueberry pancakes with blueberry schnapps because yeah. the oh, yeah. because the alcohol oh. cooks off and it just leaves the flavor and it's phenomenal. Yes, and can I just say, like, your bar is going to be centered around what the females want. It should be. Exactly. Like, that's a good bar. Exactly. That's a good bar is where they're like, they're catering to the female. No, no guy, no guy is coming and sitting in my basement and going, hey, give me one of those six bottles of Baileys that you've got sitting back there. No, no, no. Dudes will come to any bar. Girls will come to some bars. So if, if you can get the girls to come there, the dudes will come too. That's a thing. Like, did you see? We actually talked about this. So dudes the will flock to where girls are going. The guy. Um, we talked about this on our show. I think a week or two ago. The guy that shot the judge's family in New Jersey. Uh, yes. So he yes. was a he was a big like incel men's rights kind of guy, kind of oh attorney. My God. Well, but he so here's the deal. He actually tried to file or and he did file class action lawsuits against any bar in New York hosting a ladies night uh, because it was discriminatory. <laughs> what an asshole. What an asshole. At my bar, we did we like, did one night that was a, a men's night because we were like, we're not being discriminatory. We did, did a men's night. But it was Tuesday. Yeah, it was gay night. <laughs> People always exactly. shut up. Which is fine. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like, just because it's the ladies' night doesn't mean that men can't come in. It just They're means just trying the to get the girls in. Right, they just want girls in flux. Dudes girls will come, come no in. matter what. Right. Girls will not Dudes, always come. Dudes will That's not follow. true. That's not true. I faked an orgasm before. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, oh, and I'm just here to tell you, it's not true. I have faked it before. Um, no, on on that note, I I say just you know start like a biker style bar where it's like I, this is just my bar and I'm doing whatever I want with it. And if the broads want to come and hang out because it's a cool biker bar, cool. But if not, we don't need it. Right. <laughs> he man, woman hater. <laughs> He'll, 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 he'll have the South Park no girls with the S backward allowed yeah. sign on the front door. Oh, <laughs> the just me and the boys. And we're just going to drink beer and talk about all kinds of dumb stuff. And... That's so oh, gross. Yeah. Like, I've worked at like, that. Like, that's so before. gross. I just don't I've understand. Like, those incel guys, like, where are your mothers? Where are your guys? sisters? I love it. Agreed. No, I Where agree. are they? Well, here's. Here's what the are thing. they doing? So here's the here's the thing. Not like, enough. You've got you're really good looking guys that don't need to really do anything to go out and have all kinds of sex. Then you've got your charming guys and funny guys and stuff that may not be the best of the looks department, but they can hold their own. Yeah, and and they do just <laughs> fine and stuff like that. You've got your I feel attacked. In between the two and stuff like that. <laughs> then you have your really weird, ugly, creepy guys that don't have anything interesting to say ever to anybody, and those are your insults. 
So it's like, you know, no, honestly, dude, here's, here's the sad thing. Like I know there are guys that I know. I mean, let's be real. I run an IT networking group. There are guys, <laughs> there, there are guys that I know that aren't, that aren't, that aren't, that aren't bad looking guys, but they, you know, I mean, like I, Bob and I have a running joke whenever somebody's going off about something, and it's usually a race to see which one of us is going to message the other one with it first, with a screenshot, and along with the note of when was the last time someone touched your penis for free? Yeah. Well, because I mean, it's Sorry. like that, like that, that whole, like that whole movement, that whole thing is just. It's first just the very name of it. Like so, you're 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 declaring yourself to be involuntarily celibate, which right. means right. that which means that what you believe you that someone you owes. No, no. You believe that sex it's is a right. Not a nice guy at all. Actually. It's not involuntary. It's voluntary. No, because I believe that all of them. No, I, I believe that all of them want to get laid. They, they just don't know no, how. No, because they have such, means involuntary. Yeah. Such a hate against women. It's like, how are, how do you ever expect to get laid? Oh, if like you if you say like you're the, the fucking like I'm I'm a nice guy thing, and it's just like I'm nice guy. All the things that the nice guy stands for is like these things that women do not fucking want, and it's just it's like true. no, just nobody wants that shit. Like, hey, well, that's why I'm. Good. The best advice I ever got was from watching Predator, and this guy over my shoulder <laughs> here was like. You need to start, check out his background. You need to you need to put a big plug of chew in because that stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> nice. Well, but that's that's why I'm loving like all the controversy around uh, that new song WAP, dude. It's it's uh, it's it's killing me. Like like everybody's like obsessed. Sorry, no. Okay, so Cardi B and Meg The Stallion um, ha- have released this new song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, have released this song, and it's like very, very. It, it's hype, and it's hypersexual. It's hyper. And like everybody's all like, and a lot of people are all up in arms about it. About like, oh, you know, these women are far too sexual. And I'm like, guys, here are the songs from the 80s and 90s that I was in clubs trying to get laid to. Um, right. Here's 20 Fingers featuring Gillette. Don't want no short dick man. Right. Uh, here's you gotta lick it before we kick it. You gotta get it soft and wet so we can stick it. Uh, here's here's Oaktown three five seven. Juicy got him crazy. Here you know, like don't don't pretend. Salt and pepper, all of like salt and pepper. Push it, like yeah. The epitome of like hypersexual female. Push it, push it, push it real good. Okay, we've made it to the end of our podcast. Sex is in all these songs. So yeah, so uh, you've had uh, fifty-eight minutes and uh, thirteen topics. I, I think that might be a record. I think. That- <laughs> have anything to tell us about your time working in the service industry or hanging out in the service industry or just being anywhere near the service. We don't care. Anywhere near the you service. even be service industry adjacent. Like literally <laughs> just send us a fucking yeah, email. You could go to a restaurant. You could go to your local Chili's and be pissed off at your waiter. Send us an email. It is barsidetales at gmail.com. Please send us some shit. We would love to read it on the air and tell people about how much of a terrible time you're having. 
special shout out <laughs> a special shout out to both of you who listened to this whole thing and you're hi listening mom to hi Lorraine <laughs> I can't believe you made it through all 13 topics uh you're gonna win a prize someday hit us up <laughs> if you email us we'll give you a prize I swear to god <laughs> it it, it it might be Remy sending you a dick pic let's yeah, be honest let's <laughs> I have a I have a folder of dick pics that I just save them all you, into, and when you send me one, I send you all of them back. You you so, send those. I don't send dick pics. That's yeah, not I, will do I will do uh, it. I will do it. I'm not some creepy incel. I'm not Anyways, I hope you guys had fun. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.